So we have a special interview today. Um, sit back, take a lot of notes because this session is about you, but we're using the real life examples uh, and adventures of Nicole and who she is, why you should care and what she is doing. And I want you to pay attention and think of ways you can replicate this. You don't have to live in a big giant town to do this. Remember, we talked about what Mickey is doing and she lives in a town of 600 people. So I'm just gonna turn this over and I promise I will interrupt Nicole whenever I think that there's something that needs to be sped up or moved around or clarified. But other than that, you're in for a treat today. So um, that's it. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name's Nicole. I live in northern New Jersey. Uh, my town is approximately 23,000 people, um, about 45 minutes from New York City. So I'm kind of like central northern New Jersey. Um, just to give you like a rough roundabout. Um, and I'd have to admit, before I started learning the tarot, I never wanted a tarot reading. I was always scared of getting the death card. <laughs> um, the tarot, I always had, I always played with Oracle decks for some reason. And I, they kind of, I never knew that they were Oracle decks. It was just these really cool decks that, um, it was like the, what is your vibe deck or something. And I was playing for that with them for about five or six years. And I was just like, these are so amazing that they always tell me what I need to know when I need to know it. Like they're always right. And I don't understand why. And I never made the connection. And then in 2021, I decided to join one of those like witch box of the month clubs. And it was July of 21. And the first box of the first subscription that I got was a full tarot deck. And I was like, really, universe, this is what you want me to do? And um, I had purchased a book called Tarot Inter Intuitive Tarot or Tarot Interactions. I think it's Tarot Interactions. It's by Deborah Lip. And I got six pages into it. And it said, if you don't know the definitions or the meanings of the cards, shut this book and go buy a book about that and learn that first and then come back. And I was like, okay, fine. And I was so frustrated because I was so overwhelmed by how many books were on the internet. And I got frustrated and I literally put in easiest way to learn the tarot and boom, Dusty's book. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, if this is the easiest way to learn the tarot, I'm going to buy both books. Like I'm just, I'm going to go all in on this. And um, I got the books and they collected dust. Yeah, Dusty. I let them sit for a while. So I think I got the books the middle of August and they kept staring at me. And I said, okay, it was like October. And I'm like, you know what? I, I just got to do this already. And I opened the first page of the white book and it said, if you don't have an instructor, go to the website. And that's exactly what I did. So like, all I did was follow the directions. <laughs> and I did the first eight free courses and there was one there where it was a roundabout spread and 
a Celtic crossbred and it was kind of thrown in the mix in between things and I couldn't figure it out and I wanted more information and I'm like, no, I, I got to do this. I've got to join the school. And I like bugged Sally and Dusty and this was like, oh, it was mid December, mid, mid December. It was definitely before Christmas because I remember sending the email. I want to get into a group. Like I want to study. And uh, so, yeah, I started studying right before Christmas of 21 and I, it was four to six hours a day I spent absorbing the tarot, listening to all of Dusty's podcasts that were available, um, listening to the classes. I was in, I think at the time I was in three different tarot groups. I mean, like I was absorbing as much as I could. And um, I finished all the courses by the end of August. I tested for certification in September and I literally got my certificate. I think it was like from in the mail, like three days before my one year anniversary of studying. So that has been my journey. What I really liked about Dusty's books is that they were very logical and they were very step-by-step and that whole like learning by doing is very much how I learn. It, it just clicked for me. The other thing too, is I could really see myself applying what Dusty was teaching in real life. And I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. So what I basically did was I started applying a lot of that prior experience into my tarot business because I was finding that there really wasn't a lot out there on starting a tarot business, a lot of information. Um, I worked for, so just like backtrack, I worked for two direct sales companies and I was a knit and crochet designer. And then I ran my own photography studio for about 10 years. So a lot of that gave me experience of, you know, how to talk to people, how to kind of sell myself. Um, Also how to work the vendor event circuits and how to procure and retain clients. So a lot of that has kind of gone hand in hand. A lot of Dusty's approaches has like that he talks about business and his business models and stuff like that. I can identify with that because that's a lot of, I don't want to say tactics, but it's a lot of tactics that was in my former businesses that I had to do. So a lot of this felt very natural for me. And um, yeah, here I am. So I actually started doing my first hundred readings the end of March of 22. So that, um, yeah, that puts me at like, I think it was like maybe next week. Like, I think I started like March 24th or so of last year. So I'm almost at a year anniversary of when I started my first hundred readings. And what was very important to me about those first hundred readings and this resonated with me as well, because this is what I had learned when I was going through my photography training as well. You want to ramp up your business. So basically what you're doing is, you know, you, yes, Dusty's saying, go out and do your hundred readings. But what you want to do is you want to do those hundred readings in a most condensed amount of time. So what happens is it starts a snowball effect. You know, if you do hundred readings and you take six months to do it, you're doing a reading here, four or five days are passing, then you're doing another reading and it's not putting you in the flow and it's not helping you also find um, 
and perfect and tweak the way you do readings. Whereas if you're doing readings one after another, after another, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I like what I said on that last reading. Let me repeat it again and see if it works. Oh, I like how I did my setup where I did this and then I did this and then I did this. Or like, you know, when you're the process of reading through the reading of the, the spread and that helps perfect your delivery. Okay. So my first hundred readings, I did it within a, I'd have to say it was roughly six weeks. So it was between the end of March 22 through the like first or second week of May. So yeah, there were days where I was doing three and four readings at a time. There was a day where I did seven readings. And basically what that does is it also helps, it also helps challenge you. So, you know, think about it like, you know, your, your brain is a muscle. We always talk about that, but it's like going to the gym, you know, oh, well, you know what? I'm working out and I'm working out regularly. Let me see how much, if I can like add an extra five pounds, let me see if I can do it. So doing those hundred readings, you can really test your limits too. You can use that to test your limits as well. So that's another idea out there. Um, what I did for my first hundred readings was I asked for testimonials from those readings. And I thought that that was really important because I was able to use them on my website. Those testimonials are still sitting there to this day and I keep adding to them. And I also made social media posts that I would take the quote from the client and I would plug it into, you know, Canva and then I could share it all over my social media and it could live there as an image. So it's another way to get yourself out there and validate who you are to the public. Um, I officially went into business and I established my LLC on April 6th of 2022. So we are Coming up on the one-year anniversary, which is really, really exciting for me. Um, and I decided to, I was actually, I don't want to say I was getting panicky, but I was getting a little panicky. I, I got maybe the first 15 readings in and I was, I was reading for other tarot readers. I was reading for other mediums. And what was happening was the feedback was immense. And I wasn't, I honestly was not thinking about going into business, but when I started reading for the other tarot readers and they're looking at me and their jaws are dropping and they're like, the feedback coming from them, and they were literally telling me, if you don't start a business, you are crazy because you are leaving so much of your potential on the table. And I was like, whoa. And then I also, another reason why I LLC'd was because I was a little bit concerned about liability factor. Like I really didn't know, you know, because I didn't know myself at the time I was so new and I was like, Oh my God, I don't want to be reading for somebody. And then, you know, they don't like what they're doing and they can try to sue me. So I um, set up my business while I was doing my hundred free readings, you know, basically out of a way to protect myself. So that was kind of like my insurance. And then I, purchased insurance later on. I have, um, so where have I been doing readings? I've been doing virtual readings. I don't like people coming to my house. That is just completely off limits for me. I, that's my boundary. 
I do readings at psychic fairs. I do readings at vendor events uh, and private parties. And, you know, we could get into it later if you have questions or whatever, how to do this. But that's that is kind of like my general area. When the weather was colder, I did a lot more virtual readings. That was very interesting. Like my December was very busy with um, virtual readings. And a lot of people wanted to know what was going on before the, the new year and all that stuff. So that was very cool. So to offer that option of doing readings via Zoom is very, very important. It's a very, it's a, it's a key important part of your business that, you know, you could be leaving something on the table if you don't consider doing virtual readings. Um, so a couple stories, backstories. I actually read at a salon. So in one of Dusty's, I believe it is a lesson. He talked about reading at a salon for tips only. And I actually just went on Facebook and I said, I just put it on like the, the Morris County mom's board. And I said, I'm looking for a salon. If anybody has one that would like me to come in and do tarot readings, I need practice. And I want to try to um, get new clients. So I had somebody reach out to me and uh, I was like, she reaches out to me and it's actually about 45 minutes away, right next to my old town where I formerly lived. And uh, she said, hey, I, I have a salon. I want you to come in. And I'm looking to also do a private party. And I was like, okay, I'll come in. I'll do readings for everybody. So I went that day. And well, little did I know, this person is like a CEO of a whole chain of salons. <laughs> was just like holy cow and it's pretty cool because I wound up reading for like other owners in in the franchise and stuff like that and I've been going to their salons and now I'm a client and it's a whole big thing and I actually did do their private party which was a anniversary of the business kind of party and I met other people and they have some of them have not only been returning customers, but they have all, or clients, I should say, but some of them actually had private parties of their own. So, you know, when you, when you go to these um, readings and you, you have to treat every client, even though you're only spending 10 minutes with them at these private events, you know, if you're doing like these private parties where you're reading for like 50, 60 people, you, it, it's very, very important to give everybody VIP service. It does not matter. If they are sitting across from you, they are VIP. And you have to give them that courtesy and that experience so that when they walk away, they're like, whoa. And, and that's like a very important part because the market's flooded. The, the market, there are tarot readers that, you know, they're a dime a dozen. And it's what we do in our in our reading and in the way we treat people that set up the experience for people to come back and to rave about us to others so that's something that i always try to keep in the back of my mind that you know it's not just one client sitting in front of me it's a client and everyone they know so that goes a lot deeper 
And, and it's something that sometimes many of us don't realize. So there are a certain set of psychic fairs that I like to do, and I continually get invited back to them. And that's something that is important to me because, you know, sometimes you don't have a following at a psychic fair. Psychic fairs, I almost look at them like volume photography and volume photography is kind of like when you go to a school and you, you know, you, you do like, oh, we're going to shoot, we're going to shoot, we're going to photograph, you know, all of, you know, the first grade and, and, and they're like, yeah, they're just there for that one time. So there's different levels of reading. So you have your, your psychic fair and vendor event readings, which I look at as volume. They could potentially turn into customers, but more often than not, they aren't. Okay. They're there for, you know, the whole psychic fair experience. They're caught up into it. Ooh, let me get a tower reading while I'm here. And a lot of times that's what happens. All right. Um, when you go and you're a resident reader or a house reader at a location where the store, it's mostly stores, um, that advertise you're there and you're doing readings and you go to those places on a regular basis that's where you develop more of a following. And you can also hone what you're doing. So when I do a psychic fair or a vendor event, I only do 20 minute readings. Okay. So I, I have found a way to abbreviate the reading and still offer the client way more than the other, than the other tower reader down the street or sitting next to me. Okay. And that's something that you have to try and perfect in those 100 readings. So we'll, we'll get back to that. The, when you're a house reader or you're a resident reader, you can add a little bit more on, okay? So for psychic fairs, like I said, I do 20 minute readings. For the, where I'm a house reader at the stores, I do 30 minute readings. I go a little bit deeper. I do some hidden spread and I offer a more upscale VIP experience, meaning I send them away with a index card with all of the information that we spoke about on it or a, a you know, synopsis. Okay. A summary. So that way they have something. And I also send them away with three cards and I'll tell you why. So basically what I do at the end of my reading this is where you want to take notes. They're like, yeah, this is great. This is great. So, okay. So here's your card. I'm going to put it in this envelope and I'm going to include three business cards. These business cards are for your friends. So my referral program is whomever, you know, you give these cards to, or you tell your friends about if they come and have book a reading and have a reading with me, your next reading is half off. And they look at me and I said, this, and this is no limit. If you send me 20 people, and this is exactly what I say. If you send me 20 people, you're getting 20 half off readings. There is no limit to this. So what have I just done? I have just made a disciple because they're not going to want to pay full price for a reading ever again. So they're going to tell all their friends, if you did a great job, I just had this really great reading. and oh my God, you got a book with her. So I can get a half off reading, but they don't tell them that. <laughs> and I have had people come back and, 
actually bring their friends with them. So they're kind of like, see, look, they're my friends. Give me my half off reading next time. So, you know, <laughs> and it works. It actually has been a successful addition that I have added to my business. So I am actually a house reader at five different locations. There is uh, a store that's about five miles from me. I have been there since December of 22. There's a crystal and metaphysical shop, probably about 20 minutes from my house. I have been there since August of 22. There is a coffee shop in Vernon that has welcomed me. I've also been there since August of 22. And um, my biggest one, I will, oh, wait, hold on a minute. There's a luxury metaphysical boutique in Montclair that I have been just welcomed there in, since February of 23. And my biggest one is my story about um, Sasha Graham. I am actually a house reader at Sasha Graham's events, The Spirit Away and Psychic Paranormal Night in Brooklyn. And she does, Sasha Graham is the tarot author and um, horror movie star. I don't know if anybody knows that, but yes. Um, she was actually the first person that I got my break with. And I was on cloud nine. What happened was I was on Eventbrite and I was going through all the different events that I was seeing like psychic fairs and paranormal stuff. And what I would do was I would literally hit contact organizer and I would contact the organizer and I would shoot out an email and I'd say, Hey, my name's Nicole. I'm a tower reader. I'm located in New Jersey. And, you know, I'd like to know more about being involved in your events. And I, I must've done this for about 40 other accounts. And I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, yeah, right. She's never, I'm like, this is Sasha Graham. There's no way in hell I am going to hear back from this woman. But it was just something to do to get out of my comfort zone, to test my, my own confidence. And about a week and a half goes by and all of a sudden, boom, it's in my inbox. And I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, checked out your website and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'll keep you in mind. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. So all of a sudden a couple days goes by and I get an email and she was like, I just had somebody canceled. Do you want to do this? And I was just like, oh my God, like there is no way in the world that I can say no, because if I say no, I am going to block everything else that the universe wants to send to me like this is a sign and it was funny because what happened was I had actually looked online and there was a tarot convention in Salem coming up that July and I was like oh man I I just I got to do a lot of readings to get the money to pay for this and I would just love to have enough money to like go to this convention and the funny thing was I had said that and not even an hour later is when I got the email from Sasha and I was like, oh, my, my brain exploded. I was like, I manifested this. Holy cow. I manifested this. And 
I just was like, I have to do this. And my husband was like, you have to drive to Brooklyn. Do you know how hard it is? And then, and then, and then, and you're going to be stuck in traffic. And, and I was just like, I just turned to him and I said, the universe has put this in my lap and I cannot say no. And I said, yes. And it was amazing. I got there. There was no traffic. <laughs> Ways got me there. And it just, it just boosted and elevated my confidence more and more. And Sasha is one of the most amazing human beings. She just welcomed me with open arms. Like she knew me for years and it was amazing. And she made me feel comfortable. She introduced me to all the other readers and it's a great event. And, um, time passed and she actually had me do a reading for her and she was like whoa and it was before I actually even um because I had told her I'm still not certified I still have to you know go through class and work with Dusty and this that the other and she was like dude you tell him whatever he is teaching you you are just you hit it out of the park she's like you know she's like don't even worry about dusty he's getting waiting to get certified she's like i'll certify you now <laughs> and it was just like oh so it was it was it was a very cool experience and it's wonderful and um i'm back again for 2023 and uh, we're going to be doing that again so yeah that was my story there and um this whole thing about setting my readings apart it's um i it's it's very recent for me but I have already seen a very big jump. And that is one of the most interesting things. And um, Dusty wanted me to address that because excuse me, I actually raised my prices because I was doing 30 minute readings. So I had to, you know, more than the 20 minute readings. But the readings at the store have been actually since I was kind of doing the same 20 minute reading at the psychic events, at the vendor events at the psychic fairs, at the stores. And it was all right. It was like, hey. but the second I moved my stores from 20 minute readings to 30 minute readings, I started selling out. I sold out this Saturday. Do me a favor. Go ahead. We were talking yesterday and mm -hmm. you told me this awesome story of how you were literally forced to raise your prices and yes. how the other and, and and the other readers and i i was just blown away yeah so this I, is how it all i just want to make sure you you don't shortchange them because folks this is happening right now in real time and even i was like oh god i'm in the wrong business <laughs> <laughs> so so basically montclair is like very bougie there's there's no there's no way around it and they have, they offer a lot of like upscale experiences, upscale stores, boutique stores, stuff like that. So I went for my interview at this metaphysical shop that we were talking about that just welcomed me in February. And so I, I do a reading because, you know, you have to be, you have to be vetted. So you have to do a reading for them or the owner. And I did the reading for the owner and he's like, okay, so what's your prices? And I was like, well, I do 20 minute readings and you know, they're, they're $40, like figuring, you know, and he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, because the other girls, they basically have somebody, they have a different reader every day of the week. So that every day they feature 
a reader. And then he's like, well, the other girls are charging $65 for 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, like I literally almost choked. I was like, what? I'm like, I can't, I, I can't even do a read a good reading in 15 minutes. Like I can, if my feet are held to the fire, which I've done, but it's not, it's not what I want to give my client. And he's like, well, you know, they come in and they do the 15 minute reading, but then it kind of gets dragged out a little bit. So it winds up being like, by the time they sit down and the time they chit chat and leave, it's, it's like roughly a half hour. And I'm like, ah. so I was like, you know what? That's it. 30 minute readings, 60 bucks. And that's the thing. So, and then at that moment, I said, I'm raising my rate across the board for all of the stores and bingo. It, that like I sold out on Saturday when I raised, when I told the store that's like five miles from my house, I'm raising my rate. I'm doing 10 minutes more. I'm offering XX and X now. You know, people are going to walk out with information in their hand. Literally I sold out. It, it, it's like, I, I'm fully booked tomorrow. And yesterday I read in Montclair and I got walk-ins like they basically, the store owner is, he's an absolute sweetheart. And he, they basically are like, Hey, we have a featured reader here today. You know, do you want a reading? And I literally got three or four readings just by that. And I had one person sign up in advance. The owner of the store that I'm going to tomorrow was actually like, Oh, well, we have another reader on Sunday. Cause they're having like a special event on Sunday and I'm not, you know, for, um, the solstice and, uh, I'm going to be actually doing an event somewhere else. So they have somebody else coming in to, you know, take my place. And they were like, well, we have, you know, another reader on Sunday and are like, no, 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 no. I want the more expensive one. And I'm like, Oh my God. So like, even that it's almost like there's a perception that if you're charging more money, you are more trustworthy. You're more legit. I, I like, I, I don't know what goes on in these people's heads, but yes, but there is a correlation somewhere that it's like, Oh, there she's is. charging more. Mm -hmm. There mm -hmm. is a, I've heard this in marketing over and over. Yes. I yes. hate charging money. I, I, there's something wrong with me. I'm a diehard capitalist, but I hate I hate telling people I'm going to, but there's a, there's a rule that you can hear over and over that if people, people want to pay more because they associate with that, with quality, but mm -hmm. at the risk of spoilers, I have to ask you, Ooh, you know, wow, you raised your rates. Yeah. But do you get tips? Holy cow. I was absolutely blown away yesterday. Um, I got a $20 tip yesterday and then um, time had passed. And my last reading, actually she scheduled and she paid in advance before she came in. And we went over by about 20 minutes or so. Like I just took my time. Like that's another thing. I just take my time with people. Like I say it's a half hour or this is the other. But if I don't have somebody knocking on the door back to back, like I take my time with them. The, and to me, that is part of that VIP luxury experience that you are providing. You're providing a safe healing space for that client. And that's more important than anything because they are, it's their reading. This is about them, not you. And I went over, I think by about 20 minutes and she's like, she gave me a $30 tip. And I walked out of there. I was just like, my jaw was on the floor because even that it's almost like, 
I'm charging more and they're respecting my time. And she had said that I'm going to pay you more because I know I went over and it didn't matter to me. You know, the reading is the reading. And um, yeah, she gave me a $30 tip. So I walked out yesterday and then I got a $10 tip from another person. So I walked out of there with an entire readings worth of tips. So I got, I, I made $60 in tips and my readings are charged $60. So I was like, holy cow. And then, you know, you have to pay back the shop. So basically it was only $20 out of my pocket because the shop took a third. That, that's, it's a steep one, but at the same time, you know, they're out there. I can literally hear them selling me to the people that walk in the door, which is just phenomenal. And it is a good feeling when you get a 50% or a hundred percent, I don't even, even a 20%, but when you get these massive tips, in addition to charging a healthy rate, not only does it feel really good. And, and I say this not because I did it and Nicole did it. I, I want all of you to realize it's in your blood. Mm. It is, it is, you guys are here because you care. You're mm. here because you really want to do the right thing for people. And I found just speaking personally, it's, it's their only way to really express out and say, you touched me. Thank you. And yep. I, I just want to really add on to that, that this is not uh, an outlier. This is not like a one-time thing. No, uh, and I have we, so we can't many guarantee you tips, but right. Expect and them. I have, I have so many people that after I'm finished reading for them, they're like, oh my God, I have so much clarity now. I feel like I went to therapy. This has been a weight off my back. I like, you know, it, and, and that's the thing too, is that we hear things from clients that they don't share with even their spouses. You know, this is some very heavy stuff that is set before us, you know, and it's, um, you know, people are coming to us with parts of their lives and they're, they're, they're putting their trust in us. And that's why I mean by it's a healing space and we have to provide that for people. And, you know, there are people that value that there, you know, and the crazy thing is, you know, there's a stigma around therapy and there's a stigma around tarot and getting a tarot reading, but there's less stigma around a tarot reading than there is around going to therapy. And a lot of people would rather come to a tarot reader and ask the universe what is going on rather than go and sit at a therapist's office. And it, like I said, I sound like a broken record, but we have to create that space for them so that they can feel safe with us. And that what they want to say to us remains with us. You know, that's another important factor here that I try to remain as low key as possible. <laughs> I'm not asking for people's email addresses. I'm not asking for people's phone numbers. I'm not following people back on Instagram. I am not like I am respecting people's privacy. And, and that's a big thing. And, um, you know, there's been people that I have run into multiple times you know, like I'll read for them at, you know, a private party and then I'll go to an event and then they'll show up. And it's like, they're like, oh yeah, you read for me. And I was like, oh, uh, sorry. Didn't even realize it, you know, because I don't even ask for somebody's last name. I have no, like, there is nothing. I just want to make sure people don't go, oh, where's this all leading? Because it's leading someplace. Yes, Fantastic. it is. So we're all, I'm going to get like, out of so your way. 
Okay, go ahead. So I'm leading into client retention. So I've done 500 plus readings since the end of March, 2022. And about a hundred of them have been from repeat clients. And it's retained mostly because I made a connection with the person on a deeper level and I have provided accurate information. About 50 to 75, maybe even 80 readings were referral readings. So this, you know, what what I have implemented is actually working. I'm, I'm seeing the feedback in clients happening. As far as going with the psychic fairs and stuff like that, psychic fairs, some of them are harder to get into than others. And I got a little frustrated <laughs> because I'm an Aries and I'm impatient. And I basically said, and this is where, this is what Dusty wants me to be like. Ah! So... I kind of was like, you know what? I've got enough experience going to these vendor events. I know what goes into this. I planned my entire wedding from cake to location to flowers. Like I can organize an event. This is not difficult. I was like, screw you guys. I'm making my own psychic fair. That is exactly what's going to happen next month. <laughs> um, and... I, I found vendors. I pulled it all together. It's actually going to be at a dispensary because selling pot is actually legal and smoking is legal in the state of New Jersey. And it just so happened that I went to a paint and sip event at this dispensary store. So it's kind of like a paint, excuse me, it's paint and puff. So it's basically a paint and sip, but instead of sipping wine, we're puffing on pot or eating edibles. And I was sitting there as a tarot reader. You know, I, I did a few readings that night, but it wasn't great. It wasn't great, but I saw the potential for something so much bigger. And it was just, like I said, the universe puts opportunities in front of us and we just have to jump on them. We have to take advantage of them because the universe wants us to. It just so happened that the owner, he owns 11 of these dispensaries throughout New Jersey, just so happened to be there that night covering for somebody who couldn't make the shift. And I turned to him and I'm like, you know what you need to do? Like these paint and puffs, these are great. Do you need a psychic fair? And he lit up like a Christmas tree. He was like, done. He's like, and you're organizing it with my coordinator. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was like, okay. And, you know, from doing all of these events in the last year, I've, I've made friends at them. I, I know vendors that we see over and over again. I have vendors that I'm friendly with. I have vendors that I love their stuff. Like, I really believe in them. They told me, okay, we got 10 spots. And I was like, all right. And I was nervous. I was like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm gonna pull this together. But all of my friends are like, I'm getting emotional about it, but they're all so behind me that it's like, they're like, we're in, we're in. And I was just like, oh my God, I got people fighting to get a position <laughs> as a vendor. Just for people <laughs> that aren't as savvy as you, or not, not okay. savvy, I don't mean to insult. <laughs> like, like in, in plain people speak, Okay. I'm going there. What, what, what am I going to see? Or if I want to be you, what, what, what is a vendor? What kind of 
people do I want to? So basically, okay. So a vendor is basically another small business and they're, they're called on a, on a larger scale, they're called pop-ups. So basically what this is, is other small businesses coming together to sell their wares. And the pop-up is, they're called a pop-up and, and it's small businesses coming into a business location with a table and setting up a table and selling their stuff. It's almost like a moving flea market. So instead of having, or, or a bazaar, like, you know, they have the craft bazaars at the school every year, that kind of stuff. But what the pop-ups are and the psychic fairs is they're thematic, okay? So a psychic fair, you'd have readers, you'd have healers, you'd have tea leaf readers, um, mediums, reiki, and then you move into as far as, so for the services, you'd have that. And then for vendors that are selling their wares, You'd have crystals, you'd have somebody doing wands, you'd have somebody doing incense, somebody doing soaps. So, but like all, so what I did was I pulled, I pulled vendors that I knew that could theme out the, I actually have a bomb dealer. So like, like I, like I pulled thematic businesses that would complement not only the psychic fair, but also the dispensary as well. And that's what I did. And, you know, we pulled everybody together and um, yeah, everybody's on board and we are all really, really excited. So this is the first one and we're trying really, really hard because I'm, it's kind of like, this is our test phase. So if this one goes good, the owner actually wants to move us down the shore to a location that's three times the size and have even more vendors. So it's, um, it's, it's exciting and nerve wracking all at the same time. <laughs> All right, let me step in now and start asking you some questions because sure. this is great, but I really want to milk this because I want everyone here and then in the future when people are listening, I want them to get real value out of this. Now, uh, disclaimer, this is this particular type of business. If you find another type of business that you can think is appropriate um, and likes psychic readings or whatever don't please don't pigeonhole your your thought process to go oh my god it only works for this business or no or you told me how to do it this business without that business but what i want to get to um is if i'm reading this right um you started off with a depend with the dispensary that is where that is the host business yes. that is the um now the first thing then is you have 10 spaces based mm-hmm. on on uh, how much room you have is that right correct okay i want to make sure i'm assuming that so i think the key thing that i'm taking away but i don't want to assume is the first thing you thought of was what is conducive to the type of business that that is going to be here mm-hmm. so you didn't just you know, go get auto dealers or, or I don't no. know, uh, gun stores, something against gun stores. <laughs> but yeah, like you, you, you thought to yourself, what customer would enjoy this business or, or if there's a walk into this business, you know, what is conducive that they would like and also businesses that kind of are conducive to each other. Correct. Like you said, um, uh, crystals and healers, I, you know, Reiki and tea leaves and tarot reading. 
So I like this. So there's a congruency. Now, the big question that everybody should be asking is, oh, this is great. I'm going to set up my own my own psychic fair, just like Nicole. Mm -hmm. How am I going to get people here? Now, I'm going to let you answer that. Well, I'm going, I'm going to ask you to answer that. I'm not let you do anything because it's not my power to. But I do want to I do want to just seed this and go. I believe that one of the beneficiaries will be the host business because they'll have people coming into that place of business. Correct. So I'm assuming they're going to be doing some promotion, but I don't want to say anything. I just want to show you where I would like to go so that we can really help the people here. Mm -hmm. And um, well, just, just tell me what's going on. Yeah. Well, so basically, I mean, that's what is happening. I created social media posts um, I created a like physical flyer and I shared that with the, the store and they're also sharing on their social media platform, all of the um, information that I have made as well. And then I'm also, so I actually set up an Instagram page for the event and, you know, I'm doing um, vendor, like featured vendor spotlights every day. So I started a month out and basically I post something about like I picture, excuse me, I post pictures and a bio and the hashtags that the each vendor has given me. And I'm on, I'm keeping them on a rotating basis for like every day somebody gets, gets a, a spotlight and they're getting that on my person. Well, not my personal, but my card shaper tarot Instagram page and, and the other event page that I created. And then the um, store itself is advertising as well. And I believe that they made an event break because it's basically like I'm co-hosting it. So they're kind of in charge of this space and collecting the money and all of that because it's their space. And it's kind of like falling under their insurance type of thing. So that's kind of where, where I'm just letting that go with them. And then I just curated all of the vendors coming in and I'm just trying to wrestle everybody and get all the details down and get the contracts out. So I'm kind of doing more of the paperwork and the heavy lifting while they're doing their providing and, and that kind of thing. And then everybody else is expected, like as part of being a vendor at these events, it's, it's an unwritten expectation that you as an attending vendor need to advertise to your clients on your pages as well on social media because everybody is you know it's a collective it's a collective so we're all bringing in our own you know we're letting everybody know on our own social medias and our own clients and everything that we're going to be here so that people can come in and spend the day with us so i know you've just said it and you've done a very good job and you've been very clear but i really want to drill home this point if I were to repl you know, replicate what you're doing, mm -hmm. part of the written, unwritten agreement, however it works out, I'm not going to give contract advice, is that this is your show. You're going to be either the tarot reader or one of tarot readers. We'll get into that in a moment. Um, but all of your vendors, I mean, how, whether or not they're they're paying for space or, or however that 
every it's it's literally a stone soup or a nail soup thing mm -hmm. everybody who is a principal everybody who's involved needs to bring their tribe which is you know not only for their own good um because it says hey look here my you, you guys like me come see me at this event but in order for everybody to event uh to um benefit that's that's the word i'm looking for benefit from this by exposure everybody's bringing their friends or clients or people who like them or they're just advertising so in the way that many hands make work light what i like about this is when you first told me oh i'm doing my own psychic fair i took a breath and went this is great and then the more i heard about what you're doing the more I realized everybody's pulling in. Mm -hmm. This could be a fantastic, a huge event because everybody there wants to be there. Everybody there wants to be successful. And if I understand, you even have like a waiting list of people yeah, that I do. couldn't get in this time. Yes. So basically, so I just wanted to make it really clear. Yeah. Sorry. I just want to make yeah. it really clear to people don't think that you're going to be doing all the advertising yourself and 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 don't plan on that. I mean, everybody should pull their weight. I would like you guys when you're doing your events or when you're going to somebody else's events, get used to putting the word out. It will come back. It will help you. But here it is in real time. This is going to happen and we're going to come back and visit with Nicole afterwards and see how it went, you are right here to see the genesis and, and here are step-by-step -step instructions on how to do it. And, and I do like the fact that you mentioned that the, uh, the location has its own insurance, which mm -hmm. again, I'm not gonna get into legal or business uh, right. advice, but, but that's, that's very good to know that that's taken care of. Okay, I'm gonna hand it back over to you. Um, please continue to wow us. Thank you. Okay. But um, yeah, one of the other things that I'm actually going to do is I'm going to actually reach out to like some of the influencers in the community that are local or that I've like run across. And I'm going to try to see if I can get them to come to the event. So that's kind of, you know, like reach out for personal invitations. Let me get you back on track. Um, we were talking about the different people that were coming because I was interested. Oh, that's in right. That's exactly what, what I was going to kind do. of thing. And okay. and you also gave it a name and um and designed a logo. So I did. This is this is important. By the way, if you're listening, you're like, I can't do that. Go to Fiverr, have somebody design you a logo. Um, it, it, it's it's worth it, even if it's not five dollars. Trust me, nothing on Fiverr is five dollars anymore. Um. But but it's worth it if you're if you're wanting to not only do this, but do this at 11 stores and do this on a regular basis and bring in thousands of dollars a month. It, it's uh, it's nice to be able to grab something immediately. All right. Sorry, I'm go back on. I do want to hear all about the the businesses that you have going, because it's this is more like an, a, a cultural fair at this point. Than yes. like, Hey, got a reading. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. And well, I was told we only had room for for. 10 and I, I squeezed out 12 <laughs> because, Hey, um, that's who I am. I always go a little bit more than I should. 
Um, so we have a massage therapist so that she doesn't really take up much room. She's got a chair. And, and my train of thought there is to put her in the window. So people walking by on the street, be like, Oh, look, they're giving out massages. Let me go in. So I'm, I'm, I'm like using her as like somebody to like reel people in that are just walking by on the street. I'm going to be doing tarot readings. We have a tea leaf reader. We have a Reiki person. We have a crystal person. So basically, since there was only a limited amount of spots, I went in very finite and I do not have anybody repeating. So there is nobody stepping on anyone's toes. The crystal dealer, there's only one crystal dealer. There is only one jewelry designer. There is only one like handbag artist who's putting pot leaves on bags. <laughs> so, you know, there's only one vendor per each thing. There's somebody there that is making crystal wands. I have, like I said, I have the person who, she makes smoking bongs out of vintage, old vintage glass. Like she goes to vintage stores and, and finds glass and then makes, drills holes in them and makes bongs out of them. Um, who else, who else? I actually have um, a baker, which is very cool. She makes um, thematic witchy looking cakes and cupcakes. So they'll have like little witch hats and um, shapes of moons and stuff like that. So that's, you know, so we have a baker and, you know, so there's only one of everything. And if I had somebody drop out, I literally replaced them with like, so it was like replaces like, so that happened. I lost, um, an apothecary person and I found somebody that did soaps and I, I, you know, plugged them in. So it, you know, it worked out that way, but I was very selective on the curation process because I didn't want any kind of competition. I was very cognizant of not having anybody be in competition with anyone else. Let me ask you, Go ahead. this is great. And it's an event coming up, not so much for yourself, because I'm pretty sure you have this, but to help people who really want to do this. Walk me through or walk us through your thought processes as they stand right now, the day after, the week after, when you're putting everything away and you're thinking, how could I have done this better? What can we do better next time? How do you plan on really maximizing the education that you get from this event because with everything going, it, it, it sounds like, and, and this is true, is that the second, third, fourth time are, are infinitely easier than the first. What do you have already planned out? How do you plan on learning from this and implementing it into your next thing? Especially if the owner or somebody else walks in and says, this is great. I've got 15 mm. stores too. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, say I don't know. I, it's, um, I just feel like everything is a learning process. It, it's just, it's expanding and growing. And, you know, I don't want, I, I like the fact of keeping it where I'm inviting the vendors rather than turning it out and saying, I'm going to vendor call. And then you've got all these people that are flooding you. And it, that part of it is very, very overwhelming. And that's why I kept it very selective and I actually reached out to people directly and was like, hey, I'm putting this together. Do you want to be a part of it? And I feel like that there's there's more control in there and there's more, you know, you're able to curate and create an event that you want. Yeah. You know, and like I said, it's only kind of coming with experience because 
it's like, I, I know 95% of these people personally. And, you know, I, I know we're all on the same page. And some of the people that I've invited have actually done their own events. So they know what goes into this and they know what it takes and they know, they know their role. So I, I feel like that is part of the important part that the education and educating what is expected of the vendors is kind of something that you have to, um, you have to hone and you have to work on. So I feel like that might be something that in the future, like if I'm taking in new vendors, there's, there's a, there's a level of education of expectations that has to be brought forth. Makes sense. That works for me. Um, let's change it up a bit. I, mm -hmm. Unless you have any more just amazing, stunning news for us. And I, I'm, I'm blown away. I want to turn it over for questions if anybody has any, but we've talked about how you were forced into raising your rates and raising your rates actually increased your business. Yeah. Um, you still got amazing tips. Uh, we talked how you got here, you know, what, what it took. You didn't just like walk and go, okay. Um, and, and how and why you started your own fair, which, which I'm in full agreement with if the, kids at the party you're going to don't like you start your own party mm -hmm. and you'll be surprised how many people feel the same way but they're just waiting and and well, I, I say this here's one one thing i want to say yes. quick, I don't want to hear. aries people get a lot of shit in uh, mm -hmm. in astrology books and they deserve it they're they're pushy they're rude they they're, they're demanding they they're self-centered um and I say that as a Sagittarius, you know, like my best friends are always Aries, but, but the re here's the reality is that God or however you want nature made Aries energy because the rest of us and apologies to everybody, but the rest of us are just sitting around waiting for somebody else to, to get things started. And if you don't believe me, go out and just go out in the world and, and watch all the people. You, know, you see somebody getting bullied. Everybody just stands there. Maybe you won't poke up, pick up my phone. Um, you, you see an opportunity and people are like, I don't know. I get, we need that impetus. Aries energy starts everything. And so I think everybody needs to have a best friend who's an Aries. Um, because Aries energy and thus Aries people are the ones that, that just jump in and say, this isn't working. I'm going to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the things that I'm really happy about with you. So I know people out there are like, I want to do that. I want to do this. Somebody right. help me. And, maybe and maybe funny... I'll go to work for Nicole, but, but they can, they can do it. You know, we just Absolutely. need an excuse. Right. Absolutely. And the other thing too, is like, you know, if we want to, if we want to walk away with some takeaways, it, it, it's something, yes, I'm an Aries. And I know that like my energy, I am the type of person, like, like I said earlier, screw you guys. I'm going to do my own thing. Like I am like Cartman in that respect. But the whole thing is my energy does not mesh with everybody. And if there's anything that I learned in this last year is that you think that everybody in this community would be like all love and light and blah, blah, blah. Oh, welcome you with open arms. It's not true. Okay. This is business just like everywhere else. 
There are people that you are not going to mesh with. There are people you are going to piss off. There are people you are going to make jealous. And the whole thing is you have to realize that you, in this metaphysical community, you are not meant to work with everyone. And there are stores, like, I mean, I literally had it happen to me again today. There are stores that are gatekeepers. You know, not to be a jerk, but if you're going to gatekeep me, I'm going to gatekeep you by not giving you my dollars. And that's something very important that I learned because I tried and tried and tried with stores that were local to me and they snubbed their nose. And I'm like, well, then you know what? I'm not going to come to your establishment anymore. And, you know, if by some chance you're interested in me in the future, I'm going to say no. And that's not being a jerk. That's setting boundaries. And even, like I said, even in, in this realm that you think everybody's all nice because we're all in this for the same reason, we're not all in this for the same reason. There are people out there that are only in to cash in on a fad. And that is what we have to set ourselves apart from. And my last thing is that it's um, my biggest, biggest takeaway from this last year that I have spent in the tarot business is that, you know, I have had handfuls of other entrepreneurial adventures and I was always coming to it from a place of lack. I was always coming to it from a place of ego of like, well, I'm a better photographer than she is. How come she's getting clients and I'm not? And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and literally this is the first adventure, business venture that I've ever had that I have no ego. Like my ego is completely removed that it's more of, you know, it's more about the person who's sitting in front of me. It's more about the connections that I'm making, the vital, important connections, not, not the person, not the store down the street that wants to shun me. You know what? Because if that store down the street literally did not shun me, I would have not found the other three or four stores that I'm now a house reader at. That they're also Aries and Taurus people. And we think and act and work on the same wavelength and have the same thoughts and have the same goals. So that's the thing. Sometimes when the universe puts up a wall, there's another door you should be walking through. So I'm not even thinking about those two stores that said no to me. I'm, I'm focused on finding my own people and not comparing point. myself to other readers because every reader is different. And I've, uh, yeah, I do. I'm sorry, but I got one more thing because there's another story. I was in, so there's a store that I was a house reader and they were having an event and they had me as the tarot reader and the other person who read tarot, but they had her there doing oracle cards. And I got the back room. So there's an entire beautiful back room that's completely private that the owner wants me to do readings in. And they had the other reader outside behind the register, like on a couch. So there's like corners and areas of this store. We were doing the event together and all I could hear, so do you want a reading? So do you want a reading? And I was just like, oh, because I almost felt like she was making herself in competition with me. And the way that I look at things and the way that I see my clients is the right person 
if the person wants to come to me, they will come to me. Their energy and my energy will connect. And I think the worst thing that you can do is be a pushy reader. It's actually a huge turnoff. So, you know, that's something that you can really um, take into consideration is to kind of allow that. Like there's a way to sell yourself and then there's a way to be the sleazy car, car dealer and you don't want to be a sleazy car dealer. <laughs> okay, Dusty, I'm done. <laughs> no, thank you. I was just making some notes because I want to uh, respond to what you've been saying and I want to get your uh, take on this for people uh, while we're waiting for questions. First off, let's talk about that jerk store um, without going into a lot of detail. Um, let's just say almost all of us, hopefully not, but almost all of us have been uh, unfairly treated or had people just look at us and go, <laughs> no, just, or, or mm -hmm. for whatever reason, now you gave me the reasons earlier and I, oh, oh, that person will be unnamed. It doesn't matter how long they have been in business with this kind of uh, reputation that they have and and the way they treat people uh, I, i'm not saying that they are bad people but it's it's just no way to to um be a part of our you know, the whole point of a new age communities like yeah we're all you know we're all friendly and everything right but my, my point is we will run into jerks Mm -hmm. uh my friend matt in vegas um was famous for because uh, he worked with me at the eye of the cat he worked there for a lot longer than i did and um he came up with the term or or maybe he didn't come up with the term but he introduced me to the term of pagans on parade yeah and at first you know i was in my 20s i was like ha 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 that's kind of funny and then i started worried about the political correctness of it and then i realized what we're talking about are people that go around going Jeff Stump, look at me. I yep. am powerful. Fear me. You know, I, I fear me because I'm a big guy or, or, ooh, I'm spooky and, mm -hmm. and, and, and mysterious. And look, God bless you. Whatever the hell you want to be, that's fine. But when that is your identity, when, when, when and this goes back into what we were going to, I was going to talk about in a moment, which is ego. I've got nothing against ego. But in business and especially in anything psychic or channeling related, this is one thing I would like to share with you from Buddhism without trying to convert anybody to any kind of religion. From a pragmatic sense, the whole point of Buddhism is don't let your ego get in the way. That's it. Just yes. Period. Full stop. You can have all the ego you want, but the moment your ego gets in the way, it's actually doing you a disservice. Yes. Um, they, 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 they I, I hate saying they say, but, but somebody said, and I, and I can't quote them because I don't know, but I've heard it said that the greatest leaders are the greatest followers. In other words, you know, to be a good leader, you need to be a good follower. Let me just tell you what I know about business being raised in it by millionaires. They didn't give me any money, damn it. But but nonetheless, well, son, we'll give you a good education and kick you out, you bastard, because you're going to be a hippie one day. We already know it. How did they know? Um, the essence of business is to be a Virgo. The essence of business is to be a butler, a maid, a janitor. It's to be the you. Why, what is business? 
business is all about, and I, this is everything. This is entertainment. You know, you want to be a rock star, superstar, uh, uh, actress, actor, director. You need to create value so that, like, I don't want to flush my own toilet. Wow, that, that's pretty elitist, right? I, who, who's that? That's my toilet flusher. Well, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to clean my home. There's a janitor. I don't want to wash my car. I got a car washer. I don't want to make my own drink. I'll go spend $20. And 20 people in Manhattan are like, <laughs> $20. What are you at McDonald's? Yeah. I, and I want to, somebody's going to make me a drink for me, right? Um, this is the essence of business. And this is what we're doing is that we are giving people information we are we are literally being supplicant we are um you know for a nice fee for a nice fee we are doing their bidding they they want to know what what's going on well we've gone to school or we have been you know seventh generation readers or whatever but, but we have invested our time in our life to to get to a point where we're studying we're like okay we're going to give you the best service we can and this is the point of ego it's not it's not a bully stick like oh how dare you have ego it's just do yourself a favor and unlike this person who totally screwed themselves because they have no idea who you are and i know the story so i'm just gonna say they have no idea who you are and they, they just they just shot themselves in the foot and mm -hmm. in so doing the our entire family um yeah. our entire academy our entire community of of metaphysical students metaphysical customers who buy books and decks and courses and our entire um uh you know group of psychics they have just been blacklisted they are they are banished sent off to the island of misfit toys mm -hmm. um, and and by their own hand so this is the danger of going you know don't you know who i am because that's mm -hmm. literally what this person said to you yeah and and and, the and that's insult. kind of yeah and that's yeah. kind of what i meant by earlier when i said you know they're gatekeepers like they think yes. that you know they're the authority and that you know well since i have a storefront you know I, i'm and special. these people do mm -hmm. exist that's that's yeah these people exist in the in the in the new age it's unfortunate it is um, because it's the whole thing is like they haven't learned that it's even when you have a business you're not an island you know what i mean it's about working with the community oh god no we're not an island you know? at all I yeah mean, no you, no you and, um, are interactive uh, right right and, i want to and talk to you about story. manifestation because you yes. mentioned something very important and i didn't want it to didn't want to oh, go ahead slide by if i if you, you can correct me if i'm wrong but but if i heard you right you said something to the effect of if that store hadn't done this, I wouldn't yes. have. Okay. Just yes. staying with that. Um, one thing, Jupiter and Aries, 15 planets in Capricorn. I'm down to, I'm down from 17 to 15, whatever. Um, 15 planets in Capricorn today. Um, you mentioned that when nature tries to stop us. What I found out, and, and people can can research this, they can test it out to see if I'm right, but but I'm old, so all of my years of research have led me to the conclusion that humans, generally speaking, even the Pisceans, even the like the very nice, fluffy, wonderful people, all of us at some point are extremely headstrong and, and egocentric mm -hmm. in the sense that nature says no. And nature doesn't go, you know, it's not like, 
I am God. I say no. It, it, you know, it's not like we have nice, clear, you know, right. it's, <laughs> here's a, here's your sign. What, what, no, I didn't get, I didn't get one. Can I, can I get a sign, yeah. please? <laughs> can I get a witness? Um, what happens is it's like death of a thousand cuts, you know, mm -hmm. oh, the, you know, the, the light turned red. Maybe you shouldn't uh, run that red light. You know, um, there's there's impediments that come along the way. Yes. Somebody is a real jerk to you and insults your very being and says to you, you should not exist. This happened to me at Daw 3101 University, by the way, a number of years ago. And mm -hmm. uh, I she just she, she tried to chase me out of the entire thing just because she didn't like the way I looked. And I was like, wow, that sucks. But I stayed. <laughs> it was one of the best things I've ever done. Um, mm -hmm. Point being is that sometimes I'm just going to say the universe in a non, you know, uh, right. denominational kind of way, denominational kind of way. Sometimes the universe is is trying to protect us if we are and, and you'll find this and anybody anybody who's actively manifesting should be nodding their head at this point when you I'm are nodding. hyper focused <laughs> and you're doing something and the universe says no if you're about to get hit by a bus i'm trying you know the universe is like trying to go no go this way and 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 here actually um i want to go this way like here's my goal here's my goal right here so i'm like Okay. Oh, wait, this is me, right? So I'm like, okay, I want to go this way. I know what I'll do. I'll go this way <laughs> because that's the best way to go. And the universe says no. And and it's funny because it's almost like a ricochet. The re, uh, it, the universe kind of tries to get us like here. You know, if you we've calculated it for you because you know really smart smart minds out there. You want to go this way, and what do we do? No. I'm a Sagittarius. I got 18 plans. I'm up three. 18 plans, Capricorn. You're you're just trying to stop me. I I hate you, God. I you know I hate you, life. And 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 it's human nature, probably the bad part, to say, "How dare you stop me?" Now I'm going to really try. So I don't want you to say, "Oh wow, there's an obstacle. I should get up, give up." But often, sometimes part of the six, part of the key or the secret to manifestation is knowing when to stop, knowing when to go. Is there a better way to do this? If you're getting a lot of pushback, it doesn't mean you're wrong. I, I, I've seen it happen over and over in, in my life. And, you know, like I said, when, you know, when the universe builds a wall, they also make a door. Yeah. Right, so right. Like, like here, and and usually yeah. it escalates. Usually mm -hmm. it's just a little small thing, mm -hmm. and then and I was like, so I'm like, I'm going this way, and you're just like, no. Let's see if we if we angle it this way, he'll go this way and get to his goal. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, no, and it's like, okay, fine, okay, no, we got to send him this way because he'll go this way, and I'm like, no, you, I hate you, I hate you, you're not my father. It's Star Wars. <laughs> And um, what what happens is okay. Now we're going to hit him twice as hard, and it's and it's usually it's only at the point when nature is jumping up and down on our skull with with hobnailed boots that we finally go, oh, maybe I should. Hey, I'm famous for this. Maybe I should go do this, and I can just imagine the gods going, oh. <laughs> I'm like, who hired this guy <laughs> is this the best we can do and i'm like oh la 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 wow hey look i got here if you are tired of nature beating the crap out of you 
try listening early. And, and this, right. of course, is, you know, this is why we have the tarot. I, I do want to say another thing that, that I'm taking away from this, and I hope, and, I, and I'm using myself as, thing, as an object lesson, an example, because I want you all to, uh, to, to do this as well. Be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that a lot of people are going to hear this. And some of you don't like pot dispensaries. Well, guess what? Some of you don't like libraries or some of you don't like Girl Scout cookies. I mean, you look, I have nothing against this, um, but I want you, no matter what your thoughts are, it's legal. It's, 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 it's legal. It's moral. It's ethical. Hell, you know, it's, it, it, the government said here, you can do it. So, so we're cool. We're not telling people to go. Right. I mean, I don't people. like, right. Honestly, like, like I don't smoke, <laughs> I don't do pot and I stay 100% sober. Like I don't even drink I know, wine. It, it, if I'm but this, this is your and, decision so that's, in life. Exactly. That's cool. I mean, it's, but yeah, my, I mean, and, my and like, point you know, is, I mean, I do, I do take like medicinal CBD to control my seizures. It's been working for five years. Yay. Knock on wood. But yeah. like, it's not like, oh, well, she's a pothead and she want to go to, like do readings at a dispensary. Like, no, no, this just so happened to be something where I was like, wait a minute, there's psychic fairs and then there's psychic fairs. And well, also like, remember, and this they already be had a puff and paint. Right. So it's exactly. like, like you were, you were already there. They were like, you found, right. and here's what I want people to take away. Nicole was at an, an event and she said, I can see something mm-hmm. that can be improved, but I can also see that this is a business that is open and trying to come up with new ways of bringing themselves business. Right. So and bring themselves to, to the guys, community as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bring value to the community and bring right. business to the, to the business. When I tell you to be creative, I want you to use this session as an example of how you can work with any business. Don't just think you have to go to occult bookstores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I never, and again, I'm not that smart. All right. But I never would have thought, oh, I'm going to go to a pot dispensary and go here, let's give a psychic reading. And and maybe if I did have been like, wait, what? But it happened to be the right place, the right time. You were in the middle of it. You just happened to, again, the gods just put them there yep. and you just happened to present in the right way at the right time don't look for opportunities create them and then go look for them and another thing too another thing too dusty is um you know another important takeaway is know who you are as a reader and god yes and and that's really important because i mean for me as a reader and and i kind of go into this in depth down the road and you know in, in my book that we're working on know who you are as a reader because for me as a reader there are people that do readings for shits and giggles there are people that read for entertainment i am not an entertainment reader i am a tower moment tarot reader that is my secret slogan i would not do that and say that out in public because i would scare the shit out of everyone but i am here as a messenger, I know that. I know that this is my role. My role is to help people heal. My role is to rip the Band-Aid off and make people face and do their shadow work. Plain and simple. Do I belong in a witch occult store? No. 
Do I belong in a wellness center? Yes. So that's the whole thing. I, you know, I went and I did a horror show. Like I did a horror flea market. Didn't fit. So, and, and that's part of honing your craft. And that's part of trying different things and not being afraid of trying things at least just once to say, Hey, I did it. And I know it doesn't work for me. And, and that's the whole, that's the whole gist of it because you have to find out where you actually belong. You know, I can, I can dress witchy and do the witch aesthetic and the whole thing all day long, but it's not who I am at my core. I am here to help people heal. So I work with like-minded business owners. And that's why I feel like the universe is blocking me from doing certain events and working with certain stores and working with certain people because that's not where I'm best suited to help. Yes, I want to reclaim a phrase. I want to reclaim a lot of phrases because I think the wrong people have have polluted some really good phrases. But I want to reclaim, reclaim the phrase, stay in your lane. Yes. Because yes. I've learned the hard way. And, and, and you're expressing the same thing here. I'm mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong, of course. I think that's a that I think that stay in your lane if used for yourself is a real term of empowerment. A chance for you to say, I know what I'm good at. I can't fix a Mm -hmm. car, Um, can't dance, but I, I know the hell I know metaphysics inside and out. I, Mm -hmm. I, I, okay. Boohoo. I, I, I meditated, study, whatever. I mean, like, this is literally what I do. And because I'm lucky enough or smart enough, I'm going with lucky to stay in my lane. I'm able to do this for a living and and I'm able to help people by sharing what I know and sharing findings with them so that we can all learn, stretch and grow together. You you find out really quickly where you are not welcome. You find out very quickly if it doesn't feel right. And my point is there are so many ways to be psychic and there are so many ways to uh, to make a lot of money and get clients. And that's what this whole series of workshops has been about. I mean, prior to this interview, we've talked about how to get tons of clients. We've talked about how to read at parties. We've talked about how to give tarot parties. Uh, We are going to talk about working with law enforcement and how to manifest for your clients, all that stuff, because we've got us a few more sessions left. But, But right here is real proof of how to raise your rates, what the going rates can be, um, how to, how to get lots of clients, how to build clients from clients, how to do your own, uh, events and also to remind you that no one is is magically better than you. Maybe we're better at some things than others, but when I say stay in your lane, I mean it in a Delphi sense. Know thyself mm-hmm. and nothing too much, right? You, know, yep. you remember those two things. But if you and I and us, if 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 the small group of we, if we do this, or if you do this, or if I do this, however you want it phrased, if you stay in your lane know yourself, focus on what you're really good at. Fuck what you're not good at. Hire somebody to do that for you. 
I, I heard a great thing a long time ago, and it was years and years and years and years ago. And I wish I could remember who, who told me or where it was, but um, and, and somebody will know the quote and, and, and they'll say, yeah, that person. But um, the quote w went something to the effect of, don't obsess over your weaknesses because the best you'll ever become is mediocre. Yep. Focus on what you're good at. That, that's how you become a superstar. Look at any superstar. Do they have problems? Hopefully not, but yeah, often. And, and we've seen this over the last couple of years, right? How many great people have totally screwed the pooch because they're really good at this, but you screw one goat. This is a joke. This, it's, if you've heard the joke, you know what I mean? Yes, they've done bad things and that's horrible. And it negates, unfortunately, all the great stuff they did. But my point is, we go back just to don't the do king bad of, things. The king of Sorry, cups. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do bad things, but really focus on what you're good at. Um, and that's that's what we're, we're that's what we're trying to help you do is use your creativity, know yourself, know your lane. If, hey, if you're like, hey, I like smoking pot. I want to go read at a pot dispensary. It may not be as easy as walking in or, or just setting up a table outside and going, oh, they'll notice me sooner or later. No, relationship is key. Like rela yeah, relationship like that's, also oh my build gosh. up to that. Build mm -hmm. up to that. Um, but, but whatever the point is, do what you're good at don't yeah i mean and you'd be surprised the trap of trying to be somebody else right i mean i i've got i still got tons of stories but you know we don't have all night but i i actually went i did a private party at a it was a day of the dead party at a restaurant and they paid me in advance to be there hourly rate i read i stayed i charged for three hours i stayed closer to four and a half and in four and a half hours i read 28 people yeah, that was my record. <laughs> I think it's pretty awesome. And we're yeah, going to talk about that. It, um, it was, yeah, it was bonkers. Just for the people who are here, um, tomorrow we're doing, we're going to talk about how to give re just killer, really great 30-minute yeah. readings and 60-minute readings, technically 20 to 30, and then 40 right. to 60-minute readings. But I was and doing... on Sunday, we're going to be doing 5 and 10-minute readings, which is what she is talking about right now. Mm-hmm. And I was doing full on Celtic crosses in about 10, 10 minutes a person. Right? I, yeah. I told you, you can do a speed Celtic cross. Absolutely. You get all the extra information. And the best part is you don't have to tell them everything. It, no. it, it's literally like you've got a volume of information, it, it, like, a, like a, an embarrassment of riches. And you can just pick the best parts and go, Okay, you better be sitting down for this. And ding, our time is up. You're like, wow, there's so much more I want to talk about. I mean, you can see, hey, look, see, it's all right there. I'm going to propose that your clients are going to find you provided a much better service than some jackass giving a three card blob and trying to stretch, you know, mm -hmm. stretch thin the amount of information. But what has been your actual experience? With my readings i with mean your, yes. when, when you're when you're cramming uh, a celtic cross into 10 minutes and you're, and you're just giving them so much information before you run out yeah it's it's shocking how much you can get in but i mean i have even a better one <laughs> well i'm doing i, I want to ask you honestly service. go ahead 
honestly, I mean, no, honestly, um, no, honestly, what, what do your clients have to say? That's, I mean, they walked we can away. talk about how great we are all we, they all walk, we yeah, want. No, but they walked away very happy with the information that they got in 10 minutes. Um, you know, they weren't paying for the readings. So I was just working, you know, like I was paid in advance and they were just tipping me, but some of them were so impressed by what I was pulling out. Um, you know, and it was an abbreviated, abbreviated version of how I do my Celtic cross, but it was, um, it was very good. And they were all very happy. I only had one person that like, you know, put her nose up to me and was like, well, that wasn't accurate at all. I was like, okay, next. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like out of 28 people that I'm doing. Back oh no. Back Sometimes that like, will happen. Yeah. Sometimes you'll have somebody who's like, no matter what you do, they're mm -hmm. not going to be happy. And, and there, there's so many different reasons for that, but, but Hey, if it's one out of 28 on a speed reading thing, I totally yeah. get it. Um, I, I just wanted, uh, to harp on this like I do because I very rarely get a chance to have somebody come in and tell me, and you know, in front of everybody else. I mean, people tell me this in private all the time. I'm like, no, why shouldn't tell me in front of everybody? Um, how does it actually work? You know, rather than going, okay, I only have five minutes or 10 minutes or even 15 minutes. I'm gonna okay, stretch, so, I'm gonna stretch gotcha. this thin. So, 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 how do I, so how I do a very speed reading, um, I actually had to do one in under two minutes and I will get to that one in a minute because that was an, a very interesting story. Um, I lay all the cards out. The way that I read is all the cards are turned face down and I turn one at a time. Well, like one and two gets turned at the same time, but then, but it helps me focus better. It helps keeps the client on track and it helps the reading progress more smoothly because then the person's not like looking at all Let the cards. Me going, well, what was that? Go ahead. I don't know if you learned that from me, but I did. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't claim to do a lot, but I invented that technique. I did. And I've, I've gotten trouble because beginners are like, oh, I want to do this. <laughs> so look, if you're, if you're listening to this. But I have this, done it. My, 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 yeah. my confession is that I've done it from the beginning <laughs> because oh. I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Oh, I know. Right. So you're, you're one of the people that got me in trouble. Um, the thing is it's a super advanced technique. It, it makes sense. It helps you focus. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, Nicole, tell me the first couple of times it was probably scary as hell, right? It's, it's still always scary as hell, but it's so freaking cool because you could, you could be in conversation with somebody, and they're like, bleh, 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 bleh. and then you turn over the next card and you're like, oh yeah, it's right here. What we just talked yeah, about. Yeah. It's and then right like, there. <laughs> and, then like, and then you're like, in the back of your mind, you're like, do these things look like I'm full of shit? Like, it's kind of like, no, I really, really, it's right here. That's what the card means. <laughs> like, it, it is such a great way to give a reading. Yes, it's nerve wracking, it but yeah it, it, you know once you get to the point where you can do it it is it is just a fun way to wow your clients because they yeah. the next time they go get a reading they're like well the next the last person read the cards face down and yeah. the person, and, they're gonna hear that in context you, and go when wait you, what no that's and, impossible. and not only that when you do it for another tarot reader they're like what the oh, fuck are you doing oh, like what yeah. is this <laughs> Like, don't you look at the end card first? Yeah. How can you do yeah. this? All the cards yeah. are down. <laughs> so, yeah. So instead of, so for the 10 minute readings or the really quick readings, instead of, well, I, I'd have to tell you, it, I was 
going so quickly and I was on such like autopilot that like the cards, half of the cards were upright and half the cards were like reversed. And I was just like shuffling and shuffling and shuffling and just throwing them out. So it, it was so random. It was crazy. Cause as I was shuffling, the cards were flipping themselves. Like that's how, like how much I had to like go quickly. Cause there was a line of like 15 people at all times. Yes. Like it was, it was crazy. And, um, but anyway, when I try to do the quick readings, this saved me time to cut down on that. I turn them all face up. I don't, I, I like when I, when I deal the spread, I, I do all the cards face up rather than face down. So, cause that, that'll save me like a minute and a half, you know? And then I look at it. I kind of look at it and I move quickly one card at a time. And then instead of going into um, the deeper layers, I see what sticks out. So if there's a lot of if there's a lot of one suit, I address that. If there's a lot of reversals, I address that. If there's, excuse me, a lot of trump cards, I address that. And then that's like basically it. Whereas instead of addressing all right, three, right. I just address what is is really coming through dominantly. And then that's the end of the reading. Yeah, what's most uh, what's most pressing, what's most obvious. Correct. What's, and, and sometimes this forces us to do something that we don't do and we have a nice leisurely 60 minutes mm -hmm. we get right to the heart of the matter of what that person needs to right. know or secretly asking and the look in their face when you know because we feel the pressure of oh my god i got to deliver and and but what they're getting is like hi blah 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 and they're like how could you possibly know that yes like, yes I love it's that crazy question. yes yeah and um, so what happened, uh, my, my two minute feet to the fire reading, um, Asbury Park, last July, I think it was, they had, um, the Historical Society had a big event on the boardwalk. And I was literally like, outside the door of the convention center. And, you know, that's where Bruce Springsteen, like, used to play, not the Stone Pony, but the convention center when he played the convention center. And I'm like right there and I'm like, oh, because I grew up not in Asbury Park, but I grew up like as a shore kid down the shore area in Jersey, like more central Jersey. So the shore always just has this nostalgic charm for me. And it was kind of funny because I just had this feeling like there is a huge like metaphysical, spiritual, like niche community in Asbury Park. And I felt like reading there was like something really special. It was like, it, it was like, for me, it was like reading at Salem and that's my next goal. But it was kind of had that kind of feeling to me. Like I've made it quote unquote. So I set up and I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there all day. So what happened was a few days before I called the um, event coordinator and I'm like, I, I, I haven't gotten my like booth assignment yet. Have you sent it out? Did I miss it? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, I'm working on things because I need to keep you as far away from Madame Marie as possible. I'm like, who the hell is Madame Marie? Like, I don't know. So I Google her and I was like, oh, shoot. So if you Google Madame Marie, you will see that there was a video that Bruce Springsteen made where he was down the shore and he's sitting next to the sign that says Madame Marie world-renowned psychic, blah, 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 blah. This was her grandmother. 
Okay. So she's third generation psychic. She just kept the moniker Madame Marie and it's just been passed down through all the family. It's a family of women psychics. And I was like, okay. It's, it was dead all day. I had one reading, total crickets. So around quarter to four, I think I was supposed to be there till five or 5.30, whatever. But later in the day, almost the whole day is gone. This woman comes up to me and she's like, do you have time for a reading? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm Madame Marie. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go white right now. She's like, do you want to barter? And I was like, oh my God. So I'm like, sure. And, and like, I've always wanted my palms read and it was, she did a phenomenal job. I was like, she had me bawling because it was just everything she was like connecting with. She asked me my sign, everything just meshed. It was crazy. And like, she was giving me details, looking at my hands that it was like, how do you know this? It's in my hands. So yeah, so it was phenomenal. It, it was amazing. And then she's like, okay, okay, look, I only got a few minutes. Do me, do me. And I'm like, what? Like, I can't even like, I can't even wow you with like hidden spreads. You're like, I've got two minutes. And like, yeah, I flew through that thing. And I was like, bleh, 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 bleh. and she was like, oh my God. And she got up and she was thanked me and she walked away. And right after she walked away, I had a flood of people. I love this. I think we've been going for almost two hours. I'm going to let yeah. everybody go. <laughs> uh, no, I, I could talk to you all day because you know I, know. I, I like it. Um, <laughs> last call. Does anybody have any questions? I'm surprised nobody has any questions. I'm thinking you all just wowed them to death. Um, but I'll give you 30 seconds. And if it's that's not enough time to type something, just type in yes or me or something <laughs> other than that. Um, all right. So tomorrow we're doing um, 20 to 30 and 40 to 60 minute readings. So we're going to look at, I'm going to give you, and now you guys know, I do not like formula, but this is about as close to formula as we're going to get. We're going to say, how much can you budget in? You know, if you know you're doing a 20 minute reading, 30 minute reading, um, uh, you know, or, or whatever, how much can you do? And then um, Sunday, we're going to do five to 10 minute readings. So not only do you guys know how to get clients, because we've spent several sessions on how to get clients and, and how to read at places. Plus today you pulled in all kinds of information. I promised you a good time and I believe we've delivered. Um, and the rest of, we got like five sessions left. So the next two days we're doing, um, you know, how to really, um, put your best into those the amount of time and then afterwards um, it's going to be a law enforcement day and, uh, and you know law enforcement government contracts working with super high net worth people and um, the other day will be that other thing oh yeah yeah how to how to manifest for your client remember though we are here to develop we are here to deliver <laughs> develop, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, we're here to deliver life-changing advice we're here to do if you're not a certified therapist psychotherapist uh, psychologist i'm not going to, to tell you or i'm going to ask you please be careful about you know dispensing medical advice but in that sense that we are metaphysicians 
in a metaphysical way, we are giving people therapy. Yes. This is, we are not here to go, oh, I see this and I see this in your future. You did this. If that's you now, let's, let's step up your game. Let, let me help you. Let us help you. We're, you know, again, we're here. Uh, otherwise, um, let's keep working toward the goal. And this is the whole reason for the academy and the community and the study groups. Make sure you get in the study groups. Practice. Oh, yeah. I wanted stuff. to. I I wanted to shameless plug my study group on Wednesdays. It's wildcard oh, yeah. Wednesdays. Yeah, <laughs> Nicole, you can study with her, by the way. Do you, do you, yes. you realize that, right? It's and, and and don't go, oh my God, it's Nicole. Just 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 show up. You know, just go. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I might even knock knock. I want in. So yeah, yes. Knock, knock, and, I want uh, in. and um yeah, and you could find me if you want on Instagram to chat. That's where I kind of live on social media. Um it's card shaper tarot is my handle yes. on Instagram. Laura, thank you very much. She says your heart is full. I, you, um, Nicole, you can see all these people. are. are, are I do. I am. I'm looking. I'm giving everybody super happy. hearts. <laughs> uh, and then Susan study groups. It's a part of the Academy. It, it's, it's totally free. If you're a member of the Academy, um, it, it's part of the things that I've built because studying tarot is just alone. It's just not as much fun. See you guys tomorrow. Thank you all for being here. Questions. Thank you, everybody. Comments? Yeah, yeah. You know how to get a hold of her. Um, as far as me, um, what is it? Uh, oh yeah, write me at dustyway.net, right? You know, just 